Hello, Fantasy Disc Golf fans, and welcome to Chill Disc Days, a sports ethos presentation. I am your host, Matthew Williams, and you can find me on Twitter at Mr. Chilliams, M-R-C-H-I-L-L-I-A-M-S. And I'd like to officially welcome you to episode number one of Chill Disc Days. I'd like to give a huge shout out to Dan Bespris and David Williams of the Sports Ethos Memphis Grizzlies podcast for providing an opportunity to talk some fantasy disc golf with you guys. This is the 2022 offseason of disc golf, kind of. Uh, there are some Silver Series wraparound events going on this year, but thought this was a perfect opportunity to get things started with the show. Uh, let's get right into it. I had a few things I was looking to accomplish with this first show. Um, first off, if this is going to be a successful show, which hopefully it will be. Maybe you guys would like to know a little bit about me, so just wanted to give a brief introduction of myself, then was going to get into the current fantasy disc golf landscape, looking at the construction at the main fantasy disc golf platforms, and wrap things up by going what to expect from the show. As I mentioned, I am your host, Matthew Williams. I reside in the Kansas City, Missouri area. I was born and raised between Lawrence, Kansas and Olathe, Kansas, so uh, Jayhawk basketball is in my blood. It's, it's how I got started in basketball. Uh, and then in 2003, when Kirk Heinrich and Nick Collison went pro after that heartbreaker to Syracuse, uh, that's when I started following the NBA and, and been hooked since then. I went to the University of Kansas, received a Bachelor's of Accounting there, so Hoping to take some of those analytical skills to the fantasy disc golf world. Uh, college is also when I started playing fantasy sports. So did some fantasy football with my friends and then some ESPN uh, points leagues, basketball. And then college is also when I first started playing disc golf. Uh, when I first started playing, it was uh, purely recreational. Uh, all my competitive energy was, was wrapped up in a basketball. But... Uh, it was a great opportunity with work and school to just get outside and play a fun game with your friends. Uh, started with a tie-dye champion Viking. I uh, was throwing a wolf, a boss, a sidewinder, just a bunch of discs that I had found when pond diving one day. Um, and then about five years ago is when I started doing the Yahoo Public Prize Leagues for fantasy basketball. So doing the nine category, getting more competitive with that. And about five years ago is also when I started getting into more of the uh, professional disc golf coverage. So um, getting into Jomez, fell in love with that. Um, and then GK Pro, Gatekeeper Media, um, getting more into the live coverage now. So definitely still have a lot to learn, but really excited to dive into it more on a regular basis with the fantasy disc golf. And yeah, last year was the fast, first year I played fantasy disc golf. Uh, played on Skip Ace. And yeah, we were going to get right into it. Uh, we'll transition to the current fantasy landscape. There's really a couple of main platforms right now for fantasy disc golf. Uh, your first one will be the aforementioned Skip Base. Uh, this is really for your season-long leagues. Uh, this was started in 2016 by Mr. Johnny V from Smashbox TV uh, over with the disc golf guy Terry Miller. Um, so 2016. Still relatively new, uh, but I see a lot of a lot of potential. Did my first year last year with a league of six people, so 
we each drafted 10 players and each tournament we started our top eight players and the scoring for that is you get a point for whatever place that your player finishes so first place gets one point second gets two fifth gets five points uh, add up your eight players points and the, and the lowest score wins and how they do the matchups is it's a wins losses versus the rest of the league so let's say you were first that week in a league of six against five other people you would be five and zero that week and then second would be four and one third would be three and two and then it's just an accumulated total of those wins and losses through the through the events in skip base in 2022 there were 17 events in skip base you had 12 elite series events four majors and one playoff event so they did not have silver series events in skip base so we really won't be paying attention too much to those uh, with the exception of some of the silver series events in 2022 that will become uh, elite series events in 2023 mainly the open at belton the music city open and the pcs sula open the 17 events that were in skip base for 2022 you had starting out the year you had the las vegas challenge uh, then you had waco and texas states uh, you had the first year of the champions cup major uh, then you had jonesboro the dynamic disc open you had op otb open and portland open then you had the preserve and idlewild uh, you had another one of the majors with the european open uh, followed it up with the Discraft Great Lakes Open, Ledgestone Open, Des Moines Challenge, and then rounding out your season was the PDGA World Championships, the Green Mountain Championships, and then USDGC, the United States Disc Golf Championship. Now those were your events in Skip Base for 2022. Your other platform out there for fantasy, and this is going to be kind of more like a daily fantasy uh, what this is is the Grip Six Pick Six. Uh, it's a little contest put on by Grip Six Belt. The winner gets a Grip Six Belt for that tournament. What you're doing is you are picking the best six players between MPO, Males Division, and FPO, Females Division. And what you're trying to do is receive the lowest total strokes. So first place from each division receives zero points. And then the place after that gets a point for every stroke after first that they finish. So unlike skip base, you are picking between MPO and FPO. And if you're familiar with uh, daily fantasy and like football and basketball, this does not have a salary cap. So you're really just picking the six players that you will think will do the best. So I think there's a fun little element to this show going on. We can do the season-long analysis with the skip base leaks and we can also do some of the tournament by tournament uh, predictions with those grip six pick six picks now going over those platforms I just want to take a little bit to get into what i think the future of fantasy disc golf really lies and as far as a season long for the skip base uh, i really would like to see them transition from the total place scoring system they have to the stroke system kind of like grip six pick six i just think it really sh provides a more accurate depiction of what happened that tournament because um, you know first place f 
finishes at 30 under and second place finishes at 20 under, you know, in skip base, you're finishing 1-2, you get a one point of separation, whereas in the stroke system, you would get 10 strokes, get 10 points. It's really showing that dominance of the first place over the second place. So that's one thing I would really like to see is them transition from that total play system to the strokes. And where I really think the future of fantasy disc golf is, is in the category system, kind of like fantasy basketball. So in fantasy basketball, you have your nine categories. You have your efficiency stats, like field goal percentage, free throw percentage, turnovers. You'll have points, rebounds, assists, steals, blocks, threes. Well, I think the future of fantasy disc golf is really in that category system. Now, I don't think they'll get to nine categories. I'm thinking five to seven categories is probably what you're looking at, with those being you'll have strokes, so that'll be kind of like your total points, your total score, and then you'll have some of your efficiency stats. I'm thinking C1X and C2. So C1X is inside circle one from 11 to 33 feet. And then C2 will be your 33 to 66 feet. So those three categories, I think, for sure are locked. Stroke, C1X, C2. Then you have like fairway hits, scramble percentage, OB rate, parked, birdie percentage. I think those are the categories really looking at to, to fill it out. Definitely fairway hits and scramble percentage um, will get you to that five category. Then you could toss in like OB rate, parked, uh, there's bounce back right there's other the good the great thing about um, fantasy disc golf is is we're getting more stats into the game you know u disc is getting more stats you have stat mando out there so it's becoming where fantasy disc golf is becoming more of a thing so i think once you transition to the category system i think a lot of potential is there really showcase the player's whole game and add more strategy to it um, you know you look at like fantasy basketball and maybe you have a punt free throw percent punt free throw strategy with Giannis well maybe in fantasy disc golf you can have I'm thinking mainly like Evelina uh, punt putt strategy so I think getting to that category system just adds a little more strategy to it another aspect I think really will have a lot to do with the future of fantasy disc golf is you know right now as I mentioned they have the wins losses against the rest of the league well i think a lot of people you know mr dan breastfuss always talks about how fair roto is but you know how much people love head-to-head fantasy football and basketball i could see them transitioning to more of a head-to-head format whether it is categories or whether it is strokes Uh, you could have you know if you have 17 events you could have those last three be a playoff I mean, what does that remind you of? That reminds you of football. You know, there's 16 regular season games and then a bye. Well, if you have 14 regular season matchups, you're doing head-to-head in fantasy disc golf and then have the playoffs on that last three stretch of the PDGA World Championships, Green Mountain Championships, and USDGC. I mean, that's a fun stretch to have a playoff run at the end. So I think that is going to be the future as well is if they transition to a head-to-head format with that playoff um, at that final stretch. And just the last idea um, for feedback in terms of improvement 
would just be bumping that roster slot from 10 players to 12 players. Uh, with so many players not making it to all the tournaments, you have to start eight. That only gives you really two roster slots of flexibility. So I think bumping those roster spots up to 12, having four bench slots will give you more streaming capability, and you just get to have more players on your team. So that's always more fun. All right. Now I was going to take a uh, second just to get into kind of some of the differences between fantasy disc golf and other fantasy sports. Uh, the first one I'm mainly thinking of will be positions. Uh, so often in fantasy basketball and football, you see people reach for players purely because of positional scarcity, and you just won't have that factor in fantasy disc golf. The only way that I could see them replicate the idea of positional scarcity is if you ever got to a point where they made you draft a player from each disc manufacturer. So I'm thinking of starting with the big ones, um, Innova, Discraft, Prodigy, Trilogy, have one from each of those, and then have a flex spot where you could have a player from one of the other ones, so like MVP, Discmania, Infinite, DGA, Thoughtspace, Casaplast, Lone Star, Mixed Bags, any other ones you could put in a flex spot, have a few utility spots that you could put anybody and then you could have your bench slots. So that's really the best idea I have for them replicating the idea of positional scarcity. Another difference between fantasy disc golf and like fantasy basketball and football is just matchups. Uh, you know, like in football, basketball, where you have an opponent who is strong against, let's say, certain positions, strong against the runner pass, play with certain pace. Well, you're just not going to have that factor in fantasy disc golf, the matchup is going to be the course. So, you know, is it a thrower's course? Is it a wooded course? Is it, you know, backhand friendly, forehand friendly? We'll look at players' historical performances at tournaments, uh, performances in different weather conditions like rain and, and wind. So those are really going to be the matchup components that we will be taking into consideration. Another difference, and I put this on here, I don't know if it'll really affect fantasy too much, but it's just a difference between disc golf and some of the other sports that I think may take a factor, is no referees. Uh, I have found myself enjoying watching disc golf a lot more purely because of no referees just messing up calls or slowing up the, the flow of the game. I don't know how much of a factor referees actually place in other players' fantasy performance, but I mean, you have to do kind of take that into consideration. An outside factor could potentially, you know, affect your player's performance, but it's just one part of the game of disc golf, I guess, that I like over basketball and, and football. It's just that, yeah, no referees. You're limiting that exposure for them to mess up a call. Uh, and then. The last aspect uh, right now is there's no IR spots in fantasy disc golf. There's less injuries. It's just because it's a no-contact sport, there's less injuries, but there are still injuries. Uh, you know, Eagles have been injured, thing like Gavin Rathbun. You know, you're putting a lot of wear and tear on your body, so there still will be injuries. But the good thing is, like, you know, football, basketball, you have players out 
all the time, rest days, or just it's a contact sport. There's more potential for injuries. So that is just one dis, uh, difference between fantasy disc golf and other sports is I think the likelihood of injuries is less, but I still would like them to add perhaps an IR spot. As far as expectations for what's to come, I did start a fantasy draft guide last year, and I would like to revisit that. I have about 100 names or so, and we'll get into it, have player rankings with a little breakdown um, this offseason. We'll be a lot of working out the kinks, but with the podcast, we will have a 2022 review, um, some players to look out for for next year, some bounce-back candidates, do a 2023 preview, talk some general stra- fantasy disc golf strategy, and then once the season gets kicked off, I think we'll shoot for something like three times a week, start with a grip six, pick six before the tournament along with a preview, uh, definitely an after-tournament review, and then throw in some general strategy episodes as well, some buy low, sell high, things of that nature. All right, well, that will do it. I will wrap it up for episode number one of Chill This Days, a sports ethos presentation. Again, I am your host, Matthew Williams. Make sure to follow me on Twitter at Mr. Chilliams. Next week, we'll get into some player rankings. Thank you for listening, and may all your bogeys become birdies.